The Senate passed a bill that will prevent a government shutdown. I'm Jeff Pierre, and that's where we're starting The 7 from The Washington Post. It's Thursday, November 16th. Let's get you caught up with today's 7 Stories. On this vote, the yeas are 87, the nays are 11. The 60-vote threshold having been achieved, the bill is passed. The legislation would extend the federal government's funding for a few more months. It passed the Senate yesterday by an 87 to 11 vote. You can check how your senator voted in a link in our newsletter. Now the bill goes to President Biden to sign. If Congress hadn't gotten the funding extension done, the government would have shut down just after midnight on Saturday. That would have forced federal workers to work without pay or go on furlough just before Thanksgiving. That is not going to happen, but the situation isn't really over. The bill creates two new deadlines, January 19th and February 2nd. That means we may be in for more standoffs and possible shutdowns early next year. Hamas agreed to a tentative deal to free dozens of hostages. That's our second story. About 240 foreign and Israeli hostages have been held in Gaza since the Palestinian militant group attacked Israel last month. That's according to an Arab diplomat familiar with the negotiations. Hamas is asking for a three to five day pause in fighting, more humanitarian aid, and for an unknown number of Palestinian women and children to be freed from Israeli jails. In exchange, they would release at least 50 women and children from captivity in Gaza. Israel hasn't approved the deal yet, but Biden said yesterday that he's been deeply involved in the negotiations to release them. At least nine American citizens and one permanent U.S. resident are believed to be among the hostages, and one of them is just three years old. Number three, President Biden and China's President Xi agreed to restore military ties. The leaders met for the first time in over a year near San Francisco yesterday. They said that they will reestablish communications between their country's militaries. They also agreed to strengthen their cooperation on fighting drugs in the hopes of lessening the fentanyl crisis in the U.S. These outcomes were pretty modest, but still important. It was a rare sign of cooperation between the world's two most powerful countries after recent bitter disputes over trade, security, and human rights. States have increasingly restricted records showing the impact of gun violence. That's our fourth story today. Some states have used or created exemptions to public records laws to withhold crime scene evidence. That includes material like photos of mutilated bodies or audio recordings of children's cries. Some advocates argue that concealing these kinds of material prevents the public from fully understanding the destructive force of weapons like the AR-15. Today, the Post has taken the unusual step of publishing photographs and videos taken immediately after some of the nation's deadliest mass shootings. You can find a link to these stories and a note from our executive editor explaining the decision in our newsletter. Number five. Global greenhouse gas levels hit record highs last year. 
A report released yesterday said there is no end in sight for the growth and emissions of planet warming gases. Carbon dioxide accounts for about two-thirds of warming emissions. And the last time it reached the levels it hit in 2022 was three to five million years ago. At this rate, Earth's rising temperatures are set to blow past the world's climate goals. This is already fueling extreme weather events and could lead to major and irreversible damage to ecosystems and communities. Federal regulators are cracking down on influencer dietitians. That's number six. The FTC issued warnings to two food and beverage industry groups and 12 nutrition influencers yesterday. They said that they had misled the public by failing to clearly disclose who sponsored their ads on social media. The enforcement action came after a post-investigation into how the food industry was paying influencers to promote artificial sweeteners and sugary foods. The move will set a stricter precedent for how influencers need to disclose who pay them for content on platforms like Instagram and TikTok. Instead of just including vague hashtags that just say ad or sponsored, they'll have to add disclaimers to the videos themselves. Chuck E. Cheese's animatronic band will live on in one location. That's story number seven. Back in 2017, the pizza and arcade chain said its beloved house band would soon disappear. The band is led, of course, by the giant robotic mouse, whose government name is Mr. Charles Entertainment Cheese. It caused an outcry from fans who said that the band was an important part of their childhood memories. This week, Munch's make-believe band got a reprieve. The chain announced that the group will get a permanent residency in Northridge, California. Other locations will get upgrades that are a little more exciting to today's five-year-olds, who apparently are no longer impressed by clunky animatronics singing songs. All right, you're all caught up, but we have one more thing. Yesterday, Post Reports released the first episode of its miniseries, Surviving to Graduation. The series explores the toll of gun violence in U.S. schools. Our colleagues Sabi Robinson, Hannah Natanson, and Mariah Balingit spent months reporting on a high school in Richmond, Virginia, getting the inside story about how a school combats community violence and protects its students, and seeing if all those efforts worked. So basically what I do when school experience trauma, I follow the student's schedule that passed away and sit in their class in their exact seat that they, they would have been sitting in all day and kind of triage people to um, different locations, whether it's the media center or the library, wherever they need support. Short would spend all day taking the classes the dead student would have taken, saying hello to the friends and teachers he would have greeted, sitting in his empty seat. Search for Post Reports wherever you listen to podcasts. Two more episodes will be released today and tomorrow. And be sure to subscribe to the show. I'm Jeff Pierre, and I will meet you back here tomorrow. Tomorrow.